From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Hour number three, Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, and uh, Bill George. Of course, uh, Jonathan's out messing around out in the wet woods, I'm sure, this weekend. He's out sniffing around, getting his stuff done, taking care of a few things, so it's all good. Uh, we're here in the studio. Rained, of course, like crazy this morning, but now it has lightened up, and according to the report from Eduardo, who's up in Z Hills, apparently it's starting to spit and holler up there, so uh, expect some scattered showers throughout the day today. Just be just be ready. It's going to you know happen, so if you're going to be out at the beach or go out go fishing or whatever, just expect to uh, throw up an umbrella or put on some rain gear and you'll be all good. Hmm. Right? We're all waterproof for the most part. I'm not worried about the rain. It's not so, yeah, yeah. Just water. Yeah. Water life. Living. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, you know, I got to say this, talking to some uh, gun shop owner friends of mine this past week, and of course, uh, being in the firearms department, flip-flopping between the fishing department and the firearms department over at G5 Feeding Outdoors, um, we had a conversation this past week. I was talking to one particular firearms gun shop owner, and he was telling me... um, that he's been extremely busy, just as we have out at G5. A lot of ammo flying off the shelves. A lot of firearms still flying off the shelves. And uh, You're not flying off, dude. Um, you I mean, can't. A firearm can't just fly off. You have to wait to get it. Well, I'm just saying that. Let's just say it's being purchased. Oh, okay, but purchased. but uh, of course, you know it's now everybody's at the question and answer part. When are you going to get more ammo? When are you going to get more guns? When are you going to get more ammo? When are you going to get more guns? And it's like, dude, it's on order every single day. Every day we're looking on computers, trying to find distributors, trying to find stuff, trying to get it in. So it's constantly on its way. I just can't tell you what day it arrives. You know, it's going to get here. It's going to get here. Uh, And that's for just about any gun shop. I don't care if it's a big box store or a little small place like Deer Hunter Guns or anything else like that. Uh, They all have to do the same process as we do. But what we're finding and... uh, it's amazing to a lot of people who are first-time gun buyers because, according to statistics, gun sales literally over the past two months or so, so eight weeks, let's just make eight weeks, is up almost 300%. Of that percentage, 49% of those are first-time gun purchasers. Never owned a gun before, but they feel that now's the time that they need to purchase something pistol shotgun ar whatever I'm sure it is. they're all gonna get hunting licenses too maybe probably <laughs> not, not. <laughs> they're looking to protect themselves but what's amazing is what you just said is how many people get a little peed off because they can't take the gun with them as soon as they make the purchase they're sitting there shocked and amazed because all their lives all they've heard from their democrat friends or liberal friends is that how easy it is to go in and just buy a gun you can just walk in there and in five minutes walk out with a gun. 
Well, isn't it like a five-day wait in Hillsborough? In Hillsborough County, it's a five-day waiting period. What's Pinellas? Five business days. So if you buy today, you're going to be waiting all week. So it doesn't count and it doesn't start until Monday. What about Pinellas? Pinellas is a little different, but every that's that was the way it was back in the old days. And then, of course, the governor said, no, we're going to make it flat across the board this way. And then, of course, counties took it upon themselves to change the rules after the Sandy, uh, after the Incident down in South Florida, Hillsborough County being one of those where the commissioners took it upon themselves to change the rules to make it their own. But anyway, what's funny is how they'll stand there and they'll go, well, that guy there got to take his gun with him. And you go, well, yeah, he had a concealed weapons permit. So that means he's fingerprinted, got a picture, showed firearms proficiency, went and took the class. You know, did all the stuff that he's supposed to do to be able to purchase that gun. They trust him enough now to where he can take it with him today. Well, how do I get one of those? Well, you have to go and you give them the process of what they have to do to do that. And then that upsets them. So wait, I got to wait like six weeks before I even get that? Well, depending on how Nikki Freed is feeling for the week, I mean, it could be uh, six weeks or it might be six months. I don't, I don't know. You know, it's according to her whim. And with her closing offices, and you couldn't even do it online anymore until a lawsuit it, was filed. He does understand it is a firearm. You have to be cleared to get that. Well, correct? you know, in the old days, you know, if it was a long gun or, you know, an AR type thing, you could walk in that day and get it. A pistol, you had to wait three days. That was the old days in Pinellas County. You know, a pistol, you had to wait. But a long gun, just take it go. You know, you're all good. But it's funny how many people, these first-time buyers, are shocked. You can see it in their faces. They're like, well, that's not what I've heard. Because all their lives, all they've heard is how easy, five minutes, five minutes, you fill out some paperwork and you pay the guy and you walk out with a gun. That's how easy it is. And it's not that easy. And I think that at least, hopefully, that these people are walking away with the realization that they've been lied to their entire lives. Well, and hopefully they'll look back and go, well, if they're lying to me about this, maybe they're I, lying to me about I, other stuff as well. I, I would think <laughs> that a lot of people between the covid and all the other civil dis, you know, upset that we have in our country right now that a lot of people were getting them because there was people breaking into houses, tearing things up, and they wanted to be able to protect themselves and their property. And they wanted to be able to instantly go out there and get said device to protect themselves. Well, the, the most... And they can't. The most, uh, I'm not going to say excuse, but I would say the number one reason that I've heard was um, there were a few people that were store owners, shop owners, stuff like that, that never had a firearm mm -hmm. before or whatever, and they wanted to keep something in their business uh, in case things got out of hand. But the number one one that I heard, personally heard, was being trapped in their car. If they happen to get in an area or get somewhere where they're surrounded by you know, 50, 60 people, and they have nothing to protect themselves with because now they're afraid to, to drive off because you see all these people who are driving through these people and they're all being charged. Well, hello, you have a car, use it. If you're surrounded by people and you're afraid of your but life, use but, your car. But there are people that are being charged for doing that, for ramming through people or Charge going me. through there on their way. I understand you feel that way. But they take that into consideration. They're like, well, what do I do? I mean, Doesn't mean you'll be convicted, but they're charging you. So what, what's, a, what's a gun going to do? You're going to get charged if you use a gun? Well, no, because you have the castle doctrine. Uh, you know, if they're beating on your car, you know, if they're beating on your car and they're calling you all kinds of horrible names and whatever it is, no, you cannot use a firearm. But you can use a car. 
No. In some states, I guess you could be charged for that. <laughs> in some states, kidding. maybe you don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm in South Louisiana. I'm sure the sh- local sheriff's going to go out there and go, well, maybe you dummy shouldn't have been standing in the road. Whereas in New York City, they'd be like, you have to take these people's feelings into consideration. It's Ugh. not very nice to run them over. What a puke. But I'm just saying that, uh, you know, there are certain rules that apply to where if you now, if, if someone smashes your window and is physically beating the hell out of you or trying to get into your car, scenario changes, especially if you got kids in the back or your elderly mother in the car or whatever it is. I'm just telling you what they're telling me, that the reason why they're, that I've heard that they're purchasing it. Because they don't want to get trapped in a vehicle where they can't can't get out. Can't get their way out. No. <laughs> I mean, Scary times, I guess. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. And you don't want to be that guy who stands back and go, yeah, you should have known that. Maybe you would have known that if you'd have taken a concealed weapons class or something like that. You know, if you get educated. Well, if you're going to buy a gun, you should take the classes and take the proper steps to know what you're doing and know the law. Especially if you're getting a concealed weapons permit. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends out of G5 Feed Outdoors. The gates are open. Make a run for the firearms department or fishing department or anywhere else that you want to go. And then, of course, out at uh, Brandon Ford, you can get a big old truck out there with 40-inch tires. Do what you got to do, I guess. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome back, everybody, at Big and Wild Outdoors. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning on this rainy Saturday morning, or at least a start to it. Seems to have slanted, uh, oh no, yeah. it's, still, it's still raining. Crappy out. It's still raining out here, but uh, according to the AccuWeather window. Well, if you want to hang out with us in person next weekend, Panfish Challenge. It's going to be awesome. Tonight, then, Silver King Brewing Company. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> Then I got to turn around, and I'm working to get over and meet with uh, Bill at G5 trying to set up a date for another alligator seminar over there. Ah, yes. Last year's did extremely well. That'll be cool. And, um, you know, just trying to trying to get an idea what date what date would work out really good. Um, Are we thinking the same one, like around uh, July, somewhere around in there? July yeah. 11th, maybe? Yeah, right after the 4th kind of deal? The weekend after the 4th is what I would think would be good. It's still a month before anybody gets to hunt alligators. Right. And, uh, you know. Well, I think the important part is that you're kind of glossing over is the fact that the FWC is not having any gator seminars. Uh, they've shut them all down. They're, they're going to do the some online, online stuff, stuff there. So... Um, you know, I did talk to somebody within the agency, and we may see about having a FWC officer and or biologist or something possibly come out. That'd be awesome. Um, Have Officer Nick come out. So, well, we we'll, could talk to him, see if Nick wants to come out. Sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what what type of interest. To, I mean, obviously the agency is not doing them on their own. 
but there was recently in the last year some change in who's running the alligator program so you may have a little change in philosophy we have a new um person over the alligator program a new person over the state as long as it's not nikki freed i'm okay (laughs) why because she's just horrible how do you know how do i know what how she is at alligator hunting. Because uh, if she runs alligator hunting the same way she's been running the concealed weapon stuff, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> Trust me. It's going to be horrible. Really horrible. So looking to meet with Bill and, and see what, what date that would be. And I'm kind of excited there. Last year we had a pretty good turnout. and It was a good, t- you know, a good the time. The question is, do we try and make it really big? Sure. Dog and pony or, show, baby. You know, with all the the concern still about COVID and, and whatnot. My, my thing with the date out in July is it gives us an opportunity to get a little further away, a little bit more open. You want me to set it up? You want it big? You want me to do it for you? I'll make it big. We'll have Ferris wheels in the parking lot. We'll have have carnies in the parking lot. If you (laughs) put Vince in charge. (laughs) No, but it'll be a good time out there. I mean, there's uh a lot of guides and stuff. I mean, you could bring yourself, bring George, bring uh, see, call Dave Marquette, see if he wants to show yeah. up out there, man. I mean, he'd be a good one to talk to. Well, after after I get done talking with Bill this coming week here, we'll we'll sol- you know solidify a whole lot more and and look at what what type of course he's looking to go through. There. Well, last year I know we had we had food fun, and of course you did uh, everything from setting up your boat to getting the right equipment and all that kind of stuff. So for uh, it seemed like last year we had a lot of first-time alligator hunters that, yeah. that showed up, and I'm sure that this year will be no different. There's a lot of people who put in for it that maybe have put in for it for years, and uh, this is their first time getting picked. So uh, getting t- tips from the expert always helps because alligator uh, hunting is not uh, its not something that's – You uh, learn by many mistakes. The, and the thing is, is you want to make those as minimum as possible yeah. because it's not like – Some could be deadly mistakes. It's not like going out and going uh, bow fishing uh, with Captain Travis. I mean, no. this is something that uh, is a danger from the moment you see it till the moment uh, there's a bang. And even after the bang, there oh, could yeah. still be uh, you know, danger. So – uh, whether it be swamping a boat or maybe it's just not dead yet and you think that well, it is. That's why you. Dude, you don't know. How, it's like shark fishing. Do you know how many people have been bitten by dead sharks or at least they thought they were dead? That's been in the back of the boat for an hour and 20 minutes. That sucker's dead. Move him up to the front. Wah-bang. All right, let me ask you this. Isn't there that soft spot between the back of the head and before the body, that little line? Yeah. That's the sever line, right? But, but you sever that and you can even pith them. Which but if is, you but if you miss that by an inch, okay, you may have stunned you, him for a little bit and, and he wakes up. give him and, some and time to recoup. Just like any reptile, you turn around, knock the tail off of a lizard, and it it's flips. It flips around. We have had an alligator that has been long since deceased. We went to go take pictures with it, and all of a sudden, its jaw snap, snap shut. Yeah, so. You don't right. stick your hand. Yeah, in Vince. There. I'm just asking the guy questions. So, you know, the ones that people don't want to ask. Yeah, that's so why we're having the we seminar. We always treat the alligator as though it's it still can chomp down on you. When we go to take pictures, there's a place where you can put your hand on that alligator where it is not going to. Even if it were to shut its mouth, 
it won't would not get you. You'd hold it by the snout, right? No. Where? They, your snout's in your teeth. Your Why teeth would you get there. around there, you crazy man? You come right in at the side of the jaws, right? There's a hinge point there where it's just behind all the teeth that is a great handle to hold on to. But if it closes, there's no teeth, there's no bone. It's in a soft little spot of just muscle and, and that that you can get a hold of. Well, these are all the things that all you'll right. probably get to learn and all the million and a half questions that Bill answers every now, year when now, he's out there with people. I know, but I know when you went with us, we didn't get an alligator because we weren't right. going to take a little alligator. And the other alligators that you got were not. They're little. Big. They're, they're they, six footers. Yeah. <laughs> Appetizers. <laughs> you say you say that, but when people see it out in their pond, they think it's uh, you know it's a nuclear yeah, submarine swimming yeah. out there. Yeah. I think it's got to be at least twenty feet so. long. It's it's huge. I know because it ate like two Muscovy ducks in one day. It was I mean I've awesome. never been around the big boys like that. No, no. I want to. Yes, but we, even but the thing is is I, I always say this. Uh, I've I've gotten alligators from six feet. My biggest one was just shy of ten feet. And that it seems to be that that region of length, they're like teenagers. So they're wiry, they're fast, they they fight to the end. There is no quit in them for the most part. No. They flip, they spin, they da-da-da. a thirteen, twelve foot or something like that. There's a certain amount of mass and machismo where they're like going, really, you want to come and mess with me? I mean, I'm thirteen feet. What are you What are you going to do? I mean, they they, <laughs> they know that they can kick your butt, so they don't move as much. Whereas a six, seven foot, eight footer, man, they are foot. It's like having a tarpon next. I to will you. tell you that those those six footers, they fought, man. Okay. Yes, no, well, and they Lord can turn on a fought. dime. I yeah. mean, and you think you got them, uh, man? They're slippery as eels. I and and the tags that I have, you know, where I'm going to clip them. I have people I I already have to commit to going out there and harvest some some alligators with, but I can take you out for a no kill, where we just go out there the catch them. And hook them, bring them in, let you take your picture with them up on the deck, and then turn, turn them, them loose. loose. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun too. What? Don't you want any nuggets? Don't you want? Any well, I do want. I, I do want some nuggets. I mean, yeah, gator tail is awesome. Well, there's a lot of stuff on an alligator that's awesome. And so. that's and that's the other thing at the seminar. I was thinking about whether or not I should have somebody come out there and teach somebody how to clean an alligator possibly yeah well jonathan's listening and he said uh easiest way to solve <laughs> the problem yeah. is just go out and go hunt with bill <laughs> just, just go hunt with bill and everything will be fine it's all good but no uh i know that uh you're going to talk with the uh, bill on tuesday and if once it's tentatively scheduled we'll uh, immediately get it on the air and talk about it for sure start uh, getting people ready to go if you got chosen for your tags and all that stuff if you've got a million questions if it's your first time then uh, I would say that it would probably behoove you to come out and spend the day out there because Bill really does a great job and was very thorough, very patient, and answered uh, the same question about 86 million times in 15 different locations throughout the store. So um, uh, mark your counters. It's somewhere it's going to be in July. Yep. I would I would say the 11th would be the perfect weekend to do that. And I will say going out with Bill, I mean, the, one, the time we did go yeah. out – it was very informative, very professional, and even though he was busting my chops, I was wearing shorts. <laughs> it was a good time. I mean, it, he he will teach as you go. This, 
we we put them on an airboat, and the very, one of the very first things that we with say, who with whom with Chris Rivers, and yeah. we sit there and say, if it looks like we're going to hit it, we are. <laughs> it's but his I, eyes light but up. here's the thing, though, I wanted to throw Chris overboard so bad because that boy, he goes, if my arm moves, I'm throwing the harpoon for four freaking hours. All I saw was his arm moving for four hours. So I'm white knuckling the boo, and I'm doing, you know, the jerk. I'm like, dude, if you don't throw that effing thing, I'm gonna <laughs> somebody's going overboard. Well, I've never, I never hunted with Chris, but I know the experience I had with uh, G2 out yes. there with Glenn Grzaffy was Same in the middle style. of the dark, in the middle of the night. You know, he's a running gunner. He likes to go extremely fast, and uh, you Chris. know, you, you got to be ready to uh, either move out of the way or grab a buoy, well, you know, or throw it out or just. And it is amazing how you can go out one night and there be nothing big showing, and you go out the next night, same time frame, and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And Chris wasn't scared of trees either. (laughs) That boy. The only only thing that scared me was when Glenn said, hey, look, the lake is up really high, so really try to keep your eye out for fences or anything that's going out in the water. If we see any bob wire, just let me know. I'm like, how am I going to let you know we're going 60 miles an hour and it's pitch black? <laughs> I'm going to get decapitated out here on a barbed wire fence in the middle of a lake. This is not good. All right, break time. Here we go. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoor. Go see them today. Doors are open, ready to go. And, of course, Brandon Ford also open, ready to take your orders. We'll be right back. Here we go. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince. Bill George. Diego in the studio today on the phones this morning. We should just call him Captain because, you know, he's out there fishing all the time, but I know he's not. Don, are you there? Did you push the button? Don? Yes, I'm here. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah. Uh, Of course, this is uh, Big D, and I don't mean Dallas. Big Don out there from Big Dog Baits uh, out there who's uh, a big-time fisherman. I tried to get him to call last weekend, but he's like, sorry, dude, I got a doubleheader next weekend. You're SOL. I am not calling your show. (laughs) I got one tomorrow, too. Yeah, he goes, I don't want anything to do with you people. I got bass on my mind, and I'm out of here. So uh, I'll call you next Saturday. I went, okay. Uh, if you don't know about Big Dog Baits, of course, they're available at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Awesome, awesome baits. Uh, soft baits, good stuff. And uh, if you want proof, all you got to go do is follow him on Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff. And the proof is in the pudding. I mean, uh, all I see are big hogs out there on your on your pages. Big old fish. Oh, yeah. The boys do real good on them. Well, and you know what? I got to say that... I think you you and your crew are probably some of the most successful bass fishermen I think I've ever seen that ever hit Lake Panasofsky. You guys do extremely well on that lake. Well, that lake I that lake there this year has just been uh, it, it's probably the best lake in the state of Florida right now. Seriously? Yeah, um, it, I, I haven't seen in this area where we live up here in uh, I guess you would call it West Central Florida. 
Um, I've never seen the bags of fish that have been coming in like the ones on Panasaki this year. I know of at least nine bags over 30 pounds that have come in this year. That's crazy, man. I mean, everybody still hits, you know, Central Florida. Guys I'll talk to, they're, you know, they're heading to Ishtapoga this weekend or, you know, heading to all the big name lakes that everybody goes to. And I always ask him, I say, do you ever get up there and fish Panasofki? No, but, I, you know, I've wanted to. I've heard good things and about let, it, the, but, but they never go. The lake has been under an extreme amount of pressure this year. You cannot go out there on any given weekend without there being a tournament going on right now. Well, that's your fault. Um, that's your fault. <laughs> I, well, uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, when, you, when I see uh, the hogs that your baits are pulling in out there, man, I mean, uh, it's good for both, I guess, but... Uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy uh, Eddie Engelhart and Greg Hughes won uh, Saturday last week. They had 34 pounds and five fish. What the? Wow, that is some big boys, man. And second, second place was 33 pounds. What they catch them on? Were they out there on uh, some of your pit bulls? What were they uh, chunking out there at those critters? They were they were throwing uh, they were throwing the uh, chatter baits and um, they were using our flukes for trailers. Really, not bad. Yeah. Well, now, uh, once again this year, I know that you uh, stepped up and donated a couple of bags of uh, your baits for the Panfish Challenge for all the kids out there. That was awesome. The kids should have plenty of stuff to fish with. Yeah, how many did you throw out there this year? Like uh, 300, 500? What did you throw out there? 305 count bags. Wow. That's uh, that's a good bait that uh, those kids will be running away with. That's a good thing. Yep. Are you going to come up and hang out with us next Saturday so we can throw your butt on the radio for sure? Are I you? will not be in town next Saturday. I figured as much. <laughs> I have I have been told I have been told by the boss that I am spending the day with her. Uh huh. <laughs> Father's Day, you're going to be out with her. I got gotcha. you. I heard it in the background. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that's the acknowledgement of that's right. You heard what I said just in one sound. This uh-huh. is a family event, and uh, she yeah, you can bring her. Yeah, sure. She's fine. Yeah, she- yeah. No, she's uh, she's been working a lot, and uh, I've been working a lot, and we just we haven't had a whole lot of time. So she said, "Nope, Saturday's my day. We're going somewhere." No, that's good. I mean, uh, we- I will be. Unavailable. Well, that's that's all right. At least you'll be there in spirit. That's that's what counts. But uh, we just wanted to say thank you for sure, man, for uh, donating a bunch of baits out there for the kids again this year. And sorry that you're not going to be able to make it. But uh, I wanted to also ask you, what do you got coming out this year? I mean, you got anything new, super secret, oh, yeah. or we've anything? Got, we've got we've got two we've got two baits we're working on right now. Um, I'm about to receive the second prototype of this new crawl we have. Um, I should have it midweek. If everything goes good, I'll give the okay, and we'll have the mole cut, and hopefully within 30, 40 days we'll have it in production. And then we've also uh, brought out an old an old school worm. Um, a lot of the old-timers probably know what it is, and it was very popular in the Kissimmee area. It's called a jack's worm. Um, we're having that recut right now, and we're about to bring that out, and it should be somewhere in the same time frame as the craw. Very nice. Well, uh, you know, I if if you don't know anything about Big Dog Baits, it's a local company that's here in Florida. It's up around the Inverness area. We'll just narrow it down to that. And uh, you know, this is an American-made product. These are American workers who uh, go in there every single day. Don and his crew, they love what they do. And they put out an awesome, awesome product. And if you happen to be a professional or anything like that, you can talk to Don and he can make it custom for you. He can make it any 
density or hardness or softness that you want it to be. And uh, I think that's one of those things that you get from somebody who lives here in this country and in this state who's willing to work with you and do those things. I, you know, I can't call Japan and, and tell them how I like my, uh, my worms made or China or anything like that. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where when you work with somebody who lives here, fishes here, spends their money here, raises their kids here, I think it makes a big difference. And that's why we're huge supporters of Big Dog Baits when it comes to the show and out of G5. Keep it local. Keep it in the States. Darn right. And, uh, you know, I, I think we need more of those. I mean, I think that uh, distributors and retailers need to scream for more American-made fishing products to be in their store. Really do. You guys need to make more room because there's more stuff coming. Well, I know that, and uh, we are making more room. We're uh, we're uh, phasing out two of the uh, soft baits that we normally carry, so we're bringing in because uh, everybody that walks in there goes, "You carry big dog baits? Where are your pit bulls, man?" Uh, <laughs> we just don't have room to put them out here yet. And they're like, "Well, you need to make room. Oh, you need pit bulls in here." I go, they, "Okay." We know that we're gonna get pit bulls. Well, you, you guys, you guys just brought in another really, really awesome American-made product, and that's the Advantage Bait Company. Yeah, that's on its way. Uh, we got a very big order. We had to make some room yesterday, move things around to give them a, a whole section over there with their chatter baits and their swim baits and their punch baits and uh, skirts and everything and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to having those in the store because there are no other places around here that carry it. None. No, they're they're a they're they're a uh, they're a pricey product, but they're well worth the money because uh, it's probably some of the best craftsmanship you'll ever see. Um, a lot of pride and a lot of hard work going to making those baits as well as they're made. Um, a lot of guys on my pro staff were instrumental in a lot of the baits that were made for Advantage. Um, I mean, their their Jawbreakers, which is basically a chowder bait, is is absolutely phenomenal. Their Top Chop Buzz baits are out of this world uh they're just like the old booger man head knockers uh their flipping jigs are outstanding uh their swim jigs are outstanding i mean just everything they make is high quality it's yeah. all made here in the united states well you know they and actually a lot of it is assembled and put together by veterans but that is true and i will say that uh speaking of the buzz bait i remember uh when we did the little fishing uh seminar out there and you brought out a couple of dozen of those things just to see what the reaction of the people would be. And I think they were gone in like uh, 20 minutes. Wow. Once, yeah. they, once they saw those old school buzz baits like that, where you could bend them and actually have it where it could, you know, knock into the head and all that stuff. They were like gone. Ping. They were out of there. So we've been, fight, we've every, been everything they do. They, you know, they use the best hooks. They use the best wire. Um, I, I mean, on the spinner baits, uh, the flash blade technology is just, unbelievable the amount of flash you get off of one of the blades yep and there's one thing you yeah. will not find on their packaging made in What's china that? made in china <laughs> thing you, know. that's, that you will not see made in china on that one and uh again that's one of those things where it's a local company where uh you know i can literally pick up the phone and talk to the owner of the place and say, can you do this or do that, or can you change it? And he'll go, dude, we'll do whatever you need. And, you know, I don't mind spending a couple extra bucks. No, and I know that Don said they're kind of pricey, and I go, dude, nothing's more pricey than Live Target. I mean, I don't care where you go. <laughs> and uh, Live Target, you know, uh, they, they fly off the shelves, no matter where they are. Uh, so I understand I, I'm not a kid anymore, but well, I can tell you this much. If I save my money, walked into my old local Kmart back in the day, and I spent $13 <laughs> on a bait, 
If that sucker ended up in a mangrove or hooked onto an oyster bar, you're going in and getting it. My ass was either climbing up a tree or diving down to the bottom. I'm getting that sucker back. I'm yep. getting it, I'm getting it back, and uh, that that hasn't left me even to this day. If I happen to sling one up into a mangrove, hold on my rod. I'm taking my shirt. I'm swimming across. Hold my phone. I'm out. <laughs> I am not leaving it in the nope. tree. There's just no way that's. You know how many times you go by the mangrove, you see them hanging. Dude, me, every once in a while, I'm like, can we get a little closer? Let me reach in there and grab this. Me and my brother, I, we found a honey hole down there at uh, Maximo the last time we went. Yo. We, we walked out of there with about 10 different lures. Seriously. We've honey been hole. gator hunting with Glennon. Oh, oh, oh. Lure. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking for eyes. Ooh, ooh, lure. Yeah, there's a brand new long A up in a tree. Get it. <laughs> That's 15 bucks. <laughs> Take that thing. Uh, well, Don, we appreciate the call, man. And we were sorry we're going to mix his next Saturday, but uh, thank you so much for your generous donation. And uh, we look forward to carrying more and more of your product over there at G5. That's for sure, man. And uh, Well, you guys have a great time. You're going to a great place. Panda Vista Lodge is just uh, super, super nice people. Great place to stay. And uh, it's, just, uh, it's just an old, old Florida-type setting. And uh, people love it there. Yep, it, it's it's good times, and too bad Vince is going to be sleeping in his car. I'm driving up because yeah. there's no because there's no cabins left. I don't think I'm, I'm knocking doors. Oh brother. my goodness, I was hey. I was there yesterday, and the cabins were booked solid. Yeah, well, C19 is dying a slow death, I think, uh, somewhere. Don, thank you yeah. so much for the call, man. We appreciate it. We got to take a break. Go have fun right, next weekend. Happy yep. fa- Happy Father's Day. You do. All Bye-bye. right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Of course, that's uh, Big D, Big Donnie over there at uh, Big Dog Baits. Go check him out online. Go check it out on uh, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Seriously, go follow him on Instagram. They catch some whoppers with those things. We're brought to you by G5 Feet Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay right here. We'll be right back. Bigger Wild Outdoors, Braden Vincent, Bill George, and Diego, and on the phone this morning, the man himself, Mr. Jim Veal, calling in from Panda Vista Lodge. Good morning, Jim. How are you? Good. How you doing, Braden? Oh, we're doing good. We just wanted to get a last-minute uh, update. I know that things changed. We got a few more uh, days in between now and next Saturday for the Panfish Challenge. But uh, do we have any more room for boats? Or I know cabins are pretty much verboten, but uh, yeah, we still. Uh, I think uh, I'm. My pontoons are all out, but uh, I think we may have a rental boat. But we got plenty. Uh, we still got plenty of spots for people to sign up. So very nice. That's hey, still good. Hey Jim, you got some room in the back of the office for a cot? <laughs> yeah, we get a refrigerator box or something. <laughs> 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 it, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, we take some get some refrigerator boxes and uh, put no, it on Vince. Glenn's porch. We may need a deep freezer box. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a big, a big refrigerator. Big deep freezer, hey, four by eight. Gotta make it driver. comfortable, man. Yeah. One, of them, one of them commercial size refrigerator boxes. That's yeah. right. You know, it's for him and the wife. So you know, yeah. they want to have their own little cabin. But uh, so we're looking good this year. I know. Uh, I just we just talked to Don from Big Dog Baits, and he said he dropped off uh, some baits out there. And I know the kids are going to love getting a lot of stuff and. 
Uh, I think Randy called me yesterday and said that Bill's bait and tackle donated some rods and reels that uh, they're all going to be there and yeah Lee Lee's and Lee's too and I Lee's, know, yeah Lee's loaded uh, Lee's is the one to donate all our rods this year yeah well I'm, Lee lures well Randy called me from uh, outdoors and said that uh, he was going to stop by Bill's and pick up some too so I guess okay there's, cool I That'd guess be cool. yeah I guess there's more coming yeah because <laughs> I know big dogs come by the other day and we I mean them kids love them uh, yeah worms he, they got enough plastic worms to uh, hook every bass out here. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true, and I know that the kids will love getting any of that stuff for free. But so we do have slots available. Uh, I know that we have boats still available. It's still twenty five dollars if you go and you get in it now. If you call Jim and his crew up there at uh, Panda Vista Lodge, uh, you can reserve your spot today. Twenty five dollars. You want to bring your own boat? Doesn't matter if it's a you know, a ginormous uh, Rabalo or something. If you can get it down the dock or down the boat ramp, good luck. But, yeah. But we, uh, we even let inner tubes in if you want to. Hey. <laughs> Airboats hey, to inner tubes. Big, it's all good. Big or small. That's yeah. true. Kayak, if you want to bring your kayaks or a canoe or something. What about arm duckies? Arm duckies, yeah. There you go. Work. Yeah, we're not, uh, we're not, we're not going to discriminate hey. on the boats now. We'll let anything that floats. I, I think I have one of those old inner tubes somewhere that you can sit in and. They have a little seat in them, and you can kick around and fish. I can't believe there you this. go. Just uh, the turtles nibble on your toes. They yeah. still make those things. You know that. I mean, they you can still order and buy those but, things. Where you put the little fins on your heels, and you can that way you can paddle with your legs. You ever seen those? I have yeah. seen those. That's hey, crazy. Hey Jim, uh, do we still have confirmation? Do we have our official wares coming? Uh, yeah, we got a we got it handled. We're uh, yeah, we're uh, we're trying to do it a little bit. Go through a little red tape, but. Uh, we uh, I got a call into them. I didn't hear back yesterday, but we're still working on that. Okay. What is They're that? A little mean? bit, yeah. It's a little dicey with them with what's going on with everything. But at least we're going to get the equipment at worst, you know. Well, that's okay. awesome. Well, I know yeah. that everybody's. Uh, my kids are super excited. My brother and his kids are super excited. We got people flying in from Tejas all the way to come in and uh, fish in this thing and be a part of it. And um, I know that if. Uh, if uh, you're kind of uh, a parent who's kind of worried about the C-19 or anything like that, I'm going to say that probably being out of Panda Vista is going to be one of the safest places you can be. It's outside. It's in the fresh air. You're out there in the sun and the wind and the rain or whatever it is. And um, everybody pretty much social distance on their own anyway. And uh, it'll be a good time. And uh, Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's real reasonable and safe with it. You know, sure. it's not... Uh, we're probably not going to – I don't think we're going to put down little X's every six feet on the ground and all that stuff. But everybody's kind of – I've noticed everybody just kind of polices their own selves and, you know, yeah. it's kind of pretty cool. We'll be fine with it. It's going to be uh, plenty of open air. That's what we're going to say. We're going to have everybody scattered in tables and tents. And That's right. It's, gonna uh, be, it's all going to be I'm outside. sure that sausage smoke will get rid of the, some of that virus. <laughs> yeah, and, and if, a bar, if a bar can be at 100% outside capacity, I'm sure we can get yeah, fishing. Yeah, we'll be fine. I think yeah, so. we got, we got, uh, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, we got, we got more room. There's more, it be, might be the safest place they could be. That's yes. true. Out there on yep. the water, out there having a great time. Yep. Well, I know that uh, uh, talking to Don, he said the the, uh, the bass bite has been phenomenal this year up on Panasofki, but now we're looking for the brim and the shell crackers and all that stuff. Let's get ready. Well, we've had some good bluegill and shell cracker fishing. Uh, uh, even as far as yesterday, a guy went out and caught one guy by himself, an older gentleman that 
He caught his limit on crickets all by himself. They yeah. were decent size, you know. I mean, it was it was good. Sorry we about had a lot of, We had a lot of rain last week and brought the lake up, but it didn't seem like it slowed the fishing down much. So, well, uh, that'll be awesome. Now, I know that we tried to do this around the moon and all that other kind of good stuff, so uh, every year we seem to do all right. We seem to hit it where it needs to be, but are they bedding up? Everything looking good for this year? Everything seems to be ready? Yeah, to we've had two or three beddings this year already, and, uh, you know, they're running out to, right in a secret place outside of Mouth and Outlets. You know, they're running everywhere and catching them. Uh, it's uh, the beds didn't bed real good the last moon change a couple of weeks ago, so that makes it even a better sign for next week, you know. Awesome. Well, now, you said the guy went out with a bunch of crickets yesterday. Uh, is that going to be the standard, you think, come uh, Saturday or uh, Red Wigglers out, Nightcrawlers? What are we thinking here? Both. Um, I'm a, I'm a, red, a lot of people like Nightcrawlers. Some people do. I'm a red worm person over a Nightcrawler myself, but, but I would definitely take some Red Worms or Wigglers. And or and uh, crickets for sure. Yeah, I'd be uh, uh, might even stop by if, if uh, see what the what the spam shelf looks like in the grocery store. Maybe <laughs> still got spam left. Might pick up some. I have a convert. It's nice to know that Jim has actually come around to my way of thinking and actually putting it on the table. Well, did I leave? Uh, was I not supposed to let that secret out of the bag? No, but, that's uh, all right. I mean, uh, <laughs> last year I think the dollar store up the street sold out of spam because once all those kids saw my kids catching all the fish down there, they're like, "What are you all using down there?" <laughs> and then they made their parents run up there and go buy, <laughs> go yeah. buy them. They like wiped them out. We 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 did real well one time on pepperoni sticks. <laughs> uh, we yeah. did we did good on salami that one year too up there. I mean, hey, those we, spam. Hey, I had a kid uh, here's a good one too. I had a kid out there catching stuff and just kept reaching his little Ziploc bag and catching the brim and I couldn't see what it was. I walked out and looked inside. He took a can of you know, old can of corn, soft corn. Yeah. Dumped the water out and dumped it in a Ziploc bag and he'd reach in and grab him a kernel of corn and put it on the hook and was catching the heck out of him. I wouldn't see where that wouldn't work. It works for yeah. trout. I mean, yeah. uh, there's certain species that go right for it. And that yellow color, sure, why not? It would yeah. probably work. Well, uh, we're looking forward to it. I know it's gonna be a good time. Whoever shows up even if you're not fishing, uh, of course, there's going to be drawings and silent auction and the 50-50 and all that kind of good stuff is going to be happening as well. So even if you're not fishing in the tournament, we invite you to come up and hang out for the day and grab yourself a free lunch or, you know, for a donation, throw in a couple of bucks and uh, hang out, watch the, the weigh-in and then get the heck out of there. It's all good. Yeah, we got, it'll be a ton of people, you know, coming in and out watching and we got to have more, more prizes and for raffle and stuff and probably as, as good as ever and it's just this it's gonna be fun yeah would, yeah would it be bad if i tried to uh push push the uh red tape away for getting our wares in there well let me uh let me work we're working on it from this angle too so let me i don't want to uh let me talk to him because i hadn't talked to him in a week and uh he's uh they've been they've been discussing through tallahassee so uh but yeah if we can get the uh you know, it's just it's a state policy thing, but they're thinking about it, they're going to do away with that. Okay. I mean, they're not even letting them out in the field. You know, unless it's real. So there, there'll be no game wardens this weekend, is what you're saying? Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> well, it is. No, there'll be plenty of them. They don't mind them coming out one to a boat with a gun. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know, it's just, uh, and they think so. I mean, I don't know. You know, we might even. You might even see somebody that looks kind of familiar with a Groucho Marx uh, pair of glasses and a and an incognito doing it anyway. So, yeah, but well, I, I mean that's the way it always is with those guys. But 
It's going to be a good time had by all. We start the, uh, the event at 8 o'clock tomorrow, I mean, next Saturday. Uh, you can get there early, of course, get your boat in the water, get everything loaded up, all that kind of good stuff, because the, the cannon fires at 8 o'clock and everybody gets to go out and, and have a good time. And you can come in by your leisure, but uh, cutoff time is at what time this year? What time are we shutting it down? Was it, uh, dang, you got one o'clock. One o'clock. <laughs> yeah, because I usually, I usually say everybody's usually gone and out of there by 2.30, you know, once everything's wrapped up. but Yeah, uh, one o'clock, uh, you know, they start, uh, officially start weighing at 12, and uh, you have to be at the docks at 1. Yep, that's right. And, you don't uh, have to weigh at 1, you just have to be signed in, back in. That's right. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and Bill, call, can you call me Monday, Bill? Yes. And we'll see what we got. I'm gonna, let me talk to him real quick. Doc, try to get all of them today. I got a cell phone and see if they resolved anything. If not, we can uh, see what happens there. Okay, you gonna be you gonna be at the uh, camp this weekend? Uh, I'll be here all week. In, uh, yeah, here in and out of camp. I'll be going up to do some work at our so-called used to be hunting place. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna be up there probably Sunday for a little okay. bit. Um, I may stop by and uh, touch base with you. Yeah, stop by here. I'm, on, I'm planning on being here Sunday till noon, and I'll probably go up there and work a little bit if I don't get it done this evening, Sunday afternoon. So, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, if you get here before noon, run by here. Will do. Well, he, he's supposed to be dragging Vince out there in the woods tomorrow to go shoot a pig. It's right down the road. You can't stop in then? Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. To... Oh, okay. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Right, he's fine. slow, Jim. He's slow. Uh, well, he'll get uh I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here listening to this phone conversation between y'all two. I'm, I uh, I'm out of the loop. We got like two minutes. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. I thought y'all might have delayed his link of coming into his microphone and headset. No, <laughs> no, I'm here on the end. I'm just hanging out here on the so. end. Yeah. Well, we'll be there on uh, Friday night. I know me and my kids will be there early, bringing the equipment up and all that stuff. Double G will have everything set up, ready to go for Saturday morning, and we'll be broadcasting live. And it'll be a crazy time watching. Uh, you and your daughter and Glenn and everybody else running around like chickens with their heads cut off, trying to get everything ready at the last minute and get everything done. And uh, well, I'm thinking about putting on. I'm thinking about putting a disguise on too, and maybe sit down and put some headsets on and at least pretend <laughs> I'm with y'all or something. Yeah. That's all right. You can do that because when it comes to uh, uh, around uh, just before eight o'clock, I lose everybody anyway. Yeah. Because, yeah. There you go. Because John, I just want to be sure I'm off there when uh, if I get on the air, I want to be sure I'm off there when it's time to eat. Well, yeah. yeah, well, Jonathan usually gets over, fires up the grill, and he's gone. Bill George is over there hanging out with the FWC, inspecting boats. and I'll be there as soon as I can, and then, hopefully be there. And then next yeah. thing you know, I'm sitting there all by my lonesome, sitting there talking to some fish biologist guy. Listen, all I go. know is I'll do whatever Kelly says I got to do and just point <laughs> me in the right direction. Well, I That's do what true. I do. I've been taking orders all week, so I'll be, <laughs> she'll be, good. She'll be going gang, but she showed up Monday for the whole week, I think. Very right. cool. Well, Jim, we'll see you next Saturday, man. Thanks so much for the phone call. All right. Thank you. See you guys. All right. And that's uh, next Saturday. Don't forget Panda Vista Lodge, Lake Panasofsky. It's literally an hour north of Tampa. It's not that hard to get to. Go check it out on Facebook. Go look at it online, Thing kind of deal. Just look for uh, Panda Vista Lodge. I mean, they've been there since the 1940s, so it's not good, like they, you know, just showed up i'm looking forward to it they've been there a long time and uh if you want to come out and join us for the day do some fishing even if you just want to come out and be a spectator and watch and see what's uh, going on and see how it's done maybe win some fabulous prizes while you're there you're more than welcome to come i'll be there bill george will be there vince will be there my brothers will be there diego says he might drive up after the show so we'll see you can see his handsome face and his sexy legs out there with his flip-flops Right, Diego? 
He's looking at you. We're out. Have All a right. good weekend, we'll y'all. See you next Saturday. Stay dry. See you. Big and Wild Outdoors. Bye-bye.